rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Welcome back, motherfuckers. It's American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. <laughs> Coming in hot today. Feeling good, man. Feeling good. We've been uh, productive, recording a bunch of episodes ahead of time. Yeah, we're getting some in the back stock for you slackers out there. We want to make sure that we have something for you every single week. So, uh, Matt, you're going away for a bit, and that's the reason we're uh, pre-producing, I'll say. I'm dipping out. I'm out of here, man. I'm done. Just fucking hitting the road, blowing dodge, um, dude. On the road again, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna come out to. I'm gonna go out to Vegas for a little bit, for a week, and then uh, go to That'll LA. So yeah, it'll be a fun time. I'll uh, go hit the jackpot. How Alexa's long is you? I'm having trouble oh. connecting to the internet. Well, oh, we don't wow. need her on the internet right now. Oh, man, she needs a minor bit nosy. Man. And uh, so back to what I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted by how, Amazon. How many days are you going to be staying in, in each place? Uh, I think I'm staying in uh, Vegas for like um, five days and then L.A. for a little over a week. Okay. Now yeah. that's a dangerous order to go in. Dude, get the ball. First and I'm then- going to plant, you know, I'm going to hit the jackpot and then uh, <laughs> I'm going to go find fame, you know, it's I'm a perfect having- trip. I'm having a throwback to our uh, last regular episode where I was saying I lost all my money in the casino. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to be careful. I'm not going to gamble like a madman out there, but I will take in the, the uh, sites and watch people ruin their lives on the oh tables. <laughs> that, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I, uh, I know Vegas. Well, not the, not the, the demise of people's lives, no, but, but yeah, going to, going to Vegas going to is Vegas. really fun. We've it been there together. And uh, yeah, it's always a good time when you go there. If, uh, you know what to do and you know if it's you your scene manage, you were telling me before you managed to get free uh like free rooms or nights at one of the oh dude casinos. yeah it's easy my girlfriend was like working her phone and uh yeah i didn't even have to do it she had just like played the slot it's easy to do if you're gonna go to vegas look it up online on youtube there's a ton of people that do it and uh i don't know how long it'll go on for but it's a it's a little slot game and you just like you can auto roll it so she just like basically let it run okay. and do three free nights at the win it was mad easy it's surprising when like stuff that you do on an app actually turns into real life tangible prizes and and yeah well you know it's probably because uh vegas you know there's like you know hundred thousand hotel rooms and as long as they have the openings you know because it's selective i'm sure you can't just like get it on the most popular day Mm -hmm. you know i just probably happened to go in a day where it was accepted Still, and, a couple uh, of nights off, that actually saves you money. And, you know, it's like you were saying, if they're trying to fill the room, 
they might end up making more money from you being at their hotel for those three days free or whatever. That's the theme of Vegas, baby. They just want you there. So they'll comp you. The $20 trick works in a lot of places. I'm going to try oh, that there, yeah. even though, you know, um, but I mean, yeah, they're all, they're all about just keeping you there happy so that you'll fucking give them your money in the machines or on the tables, you know? Yeah, that, that'll be a good time. Uh, oh, good yeah. thing you're getting some of it on the comp. If uh, we, we have another thing that goes along the lines of discounts that we wanted to tell the slackers out there. Ooh. We just started working with a CBD company called Hemp CBD, and it's a hemp-CBD, like a hyphen, like you would a last name. And they have a ton of products out there, and we got a discount code with them that we're wanting to give out. Nice, yeah, they got a ton of products, man. I think a lot of people are gonna want a little bit of a discount because they're gonna want to shop and hit all these products. So uh, what is it? It is Slacker, just like our one for Seat Giant. If you type that in, you'll get a 20% discount at hemp-cbd.com. They have tinctures, they have edibles, they have stuff for pets, uh, they have Kratom, if that's something you're interested in looking into. Oh man, everything and anything. Yeah, seriously, there's tons of stuff there. It's um, all made within the US, it's all tested, no THC. We're gonna be putting out at our little promos that we make and we run in between our segments. So I'm sure you'll be hearing more from them in the future. Hell yeah, check them out. And speaking of cannabis related topics, we always like to start out our bizarre news with a little bit of weed news. And this time we are headed over to Maryland. Now, we're going to be looking at a specific court case in this cannabis uh, court that I'm holding here. <laughs> we got to Okay. And I'm not going to say it's in session, people. I'm not going to say it's not a kangaroo court. <laughs> oh man. But because it very well might be. But we're looking at this specific case in Maryland where a man was pulled over and he was pulled out of the car because the officer had smelled cannabis. He found in the car a freshly uh, burnt uh, joint and some rolling papers. Hmm. Okay. Then ended up searching the man, the driver himself, and he found a little bit of cocaine on him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So this his court case uh, has gone up in front of multiple uh, courts like uh, for appeals in, throughout Maryland because... He's uh, judging on, the, or well, trying to get them to rejudge the case based on the fact that they shouldn't be able to search his person because they only because they smell cannabis in the car. He's saying, you know, him and his lawyer are both saying we live in a time of uh, that was determined a lot of the cases by pre-decriminalization, but we live in a post-decriminalization era now. And is it right for a cop to be able to search someone's person and not just their car and you know if they pull them over for smelling weed in it mm, that is a really tough yeah because i mean you it's decriminalized so i mean what's the matter if they do smell like marijuana i mean i understand maybe recent usage and driving they want to have concern about that but well another argument is if you were pulled over and they smelled alcohol in the car that's not even a reason to be able to search like the the person themselves Besides, they might be able to search the car, but they can't. They shouldn't be able to search the person themselves. So, hmm. and and that's true. And that's yeah. The Maryland Court of Appeals has uh, said they said in a seven to zero uh, Court of Appeals opinion, uh, it differentiates the nece necessary level of probable cause that law enforcement must obtain to search a vehicle and what it needs to search a person. So they can still search a vehicle based on smelling cannabis in the car in Maryland, 
but they cannot search a person unless they find evidence of a crime that uh, necessitates them searching the person themselves. Like I said, this is a slightly complicated legal case, but yeah, <laughs> but that's a important precedent for other states who are now going to look at this and say, "Okay, what at now that we've decriminalized or it's legal, what are you allowed to search?" Cuz if you have the smell of cannabis in the car in somewhere like California or Colorado or Washington or Oregon, you might be just driving back from a dispensary. Does that necessitate someone to be able to search a car? No. No. And then legally, it's none of the, the officer's business what you like you have. It's like, yeah, I, okay, I might have weed in here. I might not because it's none of your business. It's legal. And and, you know? and I mean, it's it, it'd be interesting to find out what exactly the laws are for what necessitates being able to search a car. Like, and I don't even know if like, say there was a, you know, a gun, you told them, hey, I have a gun in the car, it's unloaded, but, and it's registered to me. Does that necessitate them to be able to search it? You know, if there's weed sitting on the passenger seat, does that necessitate them to be able to search it? Well, it all depends on which state you're in, it, it seems. Hmm. Now, Maryland is uh, made this pre- presidential or presidential ruling, not president, but precedent, um, which a lot of other states are going to look at. And I think that's why it was important to bring it up. I know it's slightly complicated, uh, more so than the stuff we usually like to tackle in our cannabis corner here. But mm. I feel like we're going to see this case being referred to a lot. Yeah, I think you're right. I really, I mean, it's the first of its like kind in this new era. Yeah. The the lawyer himself is saying, like, yeah, we live in a post-decriminalization world. In a separate comment, judges wrote, the court's latest opinion is reasonable and thoughtful. The fact that they're actually differentiating between searching a person and searching the car. But I, I think we are going to see it go a little bit further in the future. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Especially decriminalized areas. So if you want to read a little bit more into this, like I said, I know it's complicated. Um, it, this article was posted in the Baltimore Sun. We're going to be posting it up on our Facebook page on Thursday for everyone to check out. Nice. Definitely check it out. Well, our next story is uh, dealing with firearms, just like we were talking about. And uh, man, it's a reason to just, you know, maybe you should take a course, you know, even if they're not mandated, which they should be. Take a safety course if you're going to have a firearm and don't end up like the dumbass in this story right here. Okay. (laughs) We're going to Indiana where a man was uh, apparently he had an unlicensed firearm. He had a handgun and uh, he had it tucked in his waistband of his sweatpants and um, it was slipping as he was walking. You know, not even holstered or anything. And apparently he went to grab it to reposition as it was like slipping down and he shot his dick. Oh, yeah. This guy shot his dick. So and it was a nine millimeter. So I can only imagine what's left of that thing. (laughs) Not much. I mean, it's probably splattered all over the floor of wherever he was, dude. And uh, yeah, so on top of it, you know, like shooting his dick off, it's an unlicensed firearm. So that's that's a big deal. That's a, a felony. And uh, so he had to go to the hospital, obviously, and they immediately report gunshot wounds. So he had to explain to the officers what happened, this whole scenario. They arrest his ass. (laughs) He's charged with carrying an unlicensed handgun, and uh, he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor count of it. And uh, so he got that, and he got 60 days in the county jail, right? Okay. Now this dude, just to show you how how much of a numbnuts he is, gets out of jail. (laughs) And a few weeks after shooting himself, he uh, he, he gets caught dealing meth. 
Oh shit! And now, now he's on, on a felony, and he's he's like he's gonna be gone for a long time. Old no dicks dealing the meth, huh? Now, I wonder if it was like a pain thing. You know, maybe it was like, dude, I got no nuts, and it hurt so bad, and he's just like, that's his pain. That's, that's the only thing. I don't, I don't know, dude. I just don't understand. Never done I mean, it, so I can't say how well it works in terms of uh, I don't know pain of blowing your dick off, which I've also never done. I just want to imagine a vivid story for this guy after he shot his dick off. I mean, I want to imagine, you know, he was just a normal guy, shot his dick off, and then all of a sudden he went down a Breaking Bad scenario. Well, like you said, I think gun safety, we we keep coming back to it. Dude. Gun safety is a big uh, theme of our show. Yeah. Like, I mean, it caused a lot have, of the articles that we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, dude, I think it's one thing everybody can agree on safety with firearms, at least. Come on. I mean, isn't that literally why they call that button the safety? Yeah. So that you can like not blow your dick off. <laughs> and first rule of that is don't trust the safety. <laughs> oh, true. So, yeah, it, I mean, but we're not a firearm specialty podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is just a le- our not lesson yet. of the week. Not yet. Not we yet. Us, Matt, we can do it. <laughs> Down the road. The plans are deep. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a fun Patreon bonus episode to bring you to the range. Oh, dude. Right. Hell yeah. <laughs> we're, we're continuing with uh, the crime in our next story. When a uh, Virginia man robbed a 7-Eleven wearing a baby's t-shirt over his head, which he poked <laughs> eye holes in. And Matt, I told you not to look at this article because I wanted to get your sincere reaction when you clicked on it and actually saw this, man. So give it, give it a click. And I don't know if you can share it with our YouTube video audience as well. Yeah, I think I can... Uh... All right, so I'm gonna put it over there so the guys can see it. Now I'm on. The, this is the document. You guys get to see behind the scenes right now. All right, I'm on yeah. the dock. Now, the, the man up. went into a 7-Eleven in Chesapeake, Virginia, and he went in uh, in wearing <laughs> baby shirt over his head. Uh, he had cut two eye holes so that he could see. It was a short sleeve shirt, so he had the little like it almost looked like ears coming off the side. Dude, it's kind of it's like. The tiny little intimidating arms. but cute at the same time yeah it's scary but then like when you look at the where the neck hole is you can see just like the top of his bald ass head sticking out through it dude oh yeah big fuck up there because now they know you got a chrome dome yeah right it's like we know and a cone head at that he looks like a cone head this could be a cone head popping through like alien dude straight up alien that movie was telling the truth he was armed with a knife and a yellow drawstring bag he had strapped over his chest. It was unclear how much money he managed to steal from the store, but authorities are still trying to locate him. So if you see any crazy motherfucker running around looking like a doofus with a t-shirt, a baby's t-shirt on his head, uh, give the Chesapeake, Virginia police a call. <laughs> oh my God. They're still looking for him. He's on the loose. It worked. I guess we can't oh fault it. Because it, it managed... You managed get away now what do you think are the uh stats on 7-elevens getting robbed is it like it guaranteed all the time like a hundred percent if you own a 7-eleven it's gonna get robbed like i'm not saying no no no. it's past that i'm saying a hundred percent if you work at a 7-eleven you're gonna get robbed like no matter what yeah if you've ever like worked at a 7-eleven i bet you sometime part of your career there employment there treating video it's You're like, going to see some dude come through the fucking front door with a, a plastic bag. Maybe, a, if you're lucky, a baby t-shirt. And maybe and you're gonna get robbed. it might not even be you. Because, I mean, I guess a robbery is different than a fight. But you're probably going to see more fights than than robberies. 
That too. Yeah. 7-Eleven, man. That's the place. It's never a dull moment in 7-Eleven. It's probably at the point where, you know, when they play the training video for the, the new recruits, it's like, all right. And at a certain point in time, you are going to be robbed. Like, <laughs> and this first know? half of the podcast has been brought to you by 7-Eleven. Your place to go all time of the night. Start <laughs> hucking some of those t- hot taquitos at his face. Dude, taquito to the eyes. No joke. Especially if it's hot. You get that hot cheese. But Ooh. that takes a little of time. You got to wait for it to come out. Yeah. Fucking stay still. Stay still. Stay still. Not now. Not yet. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so if anyone knows the baby face robber out there who, <laughs> t- who took down this 7-Eleven, please, please <sighs> contact the Chesapeake, Virginia police. Yes. Help them out. This is crime of the century. I think there's a $1,000 reward as well. Damn. That's pretty good for nabbing a fucking dude who's in a baby t-shirt. Yeah, you make sure you get that money before you give them the tip, though. Dude, <laughs> Jesus. They're going to scam you. Oh, man. Well, uh, we're just going to keep up with the ridiculousness on this show. And uh, this next story, you know, it's got a couple of features to it that I like. Uh, you know, you got the, the torment of children as they grow up here. You, you got, like that? Dude, you got a ruckus on a plane. No, I'm, I'm a little like, dude, I'm like hoping nothing like this story happens on my oh, plane on your ride flight? coming up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Because I'm like, I've never had anything crazy like this, but it's only a matter of time. You're going to need a lot of the CBD. <sighs> Common. This is what's going on. I'll be guzzling tinctures on the plane. Fucking <laughs> 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 biting the, the nipple off and just chugging that Dude. shit. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're going to Oklahoma City where a plane landed and a man was arrested after he allegedly caused a disturbance on the plane. And uh, <laughs> he was screaming at children. We're going to die. We're going to die. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And this is an older dude. And he doesn't even look that crazy. But I guess he was a little drunk. Apparently. Everyone gets crazy when they're drunk, Matt. Dude, I don't. I've never. Dude, I don't know if I've ever gotten to that level of drunkness where I'm screaming at children saying, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Like, I, I just I don't I think punched, I've gotten to that I level. I punched a CD rack. I think. I don't know. That might be the worst. <sighs> I don't know, man. I just don't think I got to that level yet. It's something still to achieve and put on the bucket list, I guess. You know? Now, he uh, he definitely, he's getting uh, in some pretty deep shit for this and uh, arrested for drunkness, disorderly conduct, and, believe this, believe it or not, the act of terrorism. What? Dude, they're hitting him with terrorism, dude. Really? Holy shit. Dude, CIA is taking this dude away and they're going to waterboard the fuck out of him. Oh, my God. Dude. What do you say to little kids? Not that they're gonna die. I was almost gonna say it's worth it until you get put in a black site. That's not fucking. They're not fucking around with you, dude. This dude's not gonna be able to fly again. Probably watch. I get it. Flying is stressful. Children are annoying. Like every so often, you just want to like smack one on the head in front of you. It like totally makes sense. Yeah, I've seen you almost. Yeah, I've seen you at that level, but. (laughs) This is when they were landing, so it was almost over. Like, so it's like, dude, it was almost over. You're almost out of the plane. Like, you know, maybe he got too excited. You think he was just fucking with him, like, real hard? Like, he was just trying to troll, and like, he's like, you ever land in a plane? (laughs) You ever (laughs) landed this hard? We all gonna die. (laughs) You notice how we're going too fast? We're gonna crash. screaming well that's really dangerous too you can start to panic then kids are like fucking freaking out trying to pull on the exit like, oh my god happened. dude 
Oh, dude. Yeah, true. True. You never know. <laughs> Honestly, we need to get to the point where, like, once everyone's in the plane, they just, like, press a button and it, like, puts everyone to sleep. <laughs> oh, my for, like, God. The entire fucking ride. Just, dude. like, wake you up when you land. All right. We're good. Short-term hibernation for flights. I'm down with that. It's the only way socially that we can continue this fucking catastrophe we call air travel. Oh, dude, it's a nightmare. Yeah, we need to make it better. And I think that's the way. And then you find out, like, through hidden cameras that flight crew is running around teabagging all the sleeping people. <laughs> oh, God, there's always one. It's me! Wait, what's it doing to my forehead? Uh, that's what no! my hair was? No! Get your beans off my forehead! <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Well, we'll continue by heading down to Florida. You know, Matt, Woo! I always like to say, Florida, Florida's like America's dead batteries. We just gotta, okay. we just gotta toss that out and get a new one. Just okay. Get a new one. Replace okay. that shit. Florida is the dead battery that just is not adding anything to the party. It's just draining. You just keep trying it and it just doesn't work. I like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, our our Florida man's story this time around uh, involves RC cars and some gunfire. The uh, in Daytona, Oh, don't they always go together so well? I yeah. mean, geez. Well, if you're Grand Theft Auto, maybe. But <laughs> in real life, you don't expect the nerds to be packing heat. But in Daytona Beach, they are. Because a gunman <laughs> pulled up at about 9 a.m. on a Tuesday to Ridgewood Avenue. And he blocked in a bunch of people that he knew with his car. He jumped out, began yelling at the the people who were there about fixing the remote-controlled cars that he had promised. So he pulls up all enraged, being like, Yo, man, supposed to fix that shit two weeks ago. He's like, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. He's like, no, you, you said that two weeks ago. How am I supposed to beat my RC car rally? Dude, I'm just imagining, like, outside of, like, Wizard's Corners fucking tabletop <laughs> gaming in RC cars. Like, and just, like, a bunch of nerds, but they're stra- they're packing. Packing heat. Just, it's gangster nerds, dude. It's hard. It's kind of RC car life in Florida is hard, man. Dude, hard life, yeah, dude. They're fucking always trying to outdo each other with rims and turbos. and Dude, it's crazy. Right? So the argument uh, continued and accelerated. To the point where one, the man who pulled up pulled out a gun and shot the passenger's window, uh, or the passenger window of the man he was yelling at. His RC car window? No, his like actual car window. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> Everybody is like, bah! Like shoots his fucking <laughs> RC car. Like, oh fuck around! Wait, this breached the world, real world. What the fuck, man? So uh, he police said that he yelled. Don't think I won't off you before you fired around in the passenger side window. A woman who was inside of the car tried to get out at that point, and the man was still yelling, Don't think I won't off one of these expletives. So I'm going to assume that he said pineapples. (laughs) Nice. Don't think I won't off one of these pineapples. (laughs) Oh, man. There were no injuries. Uh, One man suffered. Well, sorry, there were small injuries. One man suffered shards of glass uh, cuts from them. But besides that, they're just they're looking for the man. Sloss is wanted for the uh, charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon over toys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! All my new crime stories. uh, People got away. I'm feeling a little unsafe. Dude, all these maniacs out there just fucking 
doing dirty deeds and fucking vanishing into the shadows. It's all right. Not I'm good. not. A, I'm not into anything illicit like remote control cars. No, dude. Mm-mm. We we left the, the life of crime behind us a long yeah. time ago. The Darcy boats. <laughs> oh man. Well, <laughs> hey. Let's keep this Florida party up, all right? Because we're staying in Florida and we're finishing this fucking news segment out with another Florida story. Where we're going to Daytona Beach, where a police have arrested a man with two first names. And I, you can guess which ones they are. Or you can find the article. I don't know. We're going to make it fun. It's an Say interactive Pete story. Pete Bob. <laughs> Pete Bob. So Pete Bob was apparently uh, arrested. And how this all came about was uh, there was a couple of um, young people celebrating an 18th birthday party in a car, which is kind of sketchy. Uh, so they were outside of an apartment complex. They're scratching lotto tickets? Yeah, dude. Scratching lotto tickets and they were but scratching so loud. Dude, they were keeping people up by scratching. And uh, you, you know how you can hear that scratching. It's so like, what, what is that noise? Like, these kids are smoking cigarettes and dude scratch offs in the, in the Damn parking it. lot. Fucking punks. One of them <laughs> just scratches. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, they're they're apparently bumping some music, you know. I don't know, living a little bit. I imagine they're probably smoking some doobies. I mean, what else are you doing in the car? And uh, yeah, so apparently two two people came out and they were like, hey, can you turn it down? And they didn't really turn it down. And then that's when Pete Bob came out of his apartment and he said, hey, motherfuckers, turn that, that shit down. And he wasn't playing games. Apparently, he was really verbally competitive with him right away. Like, he wasn't even, like, nice to start with. He was just like, he came out little, like, turn that shit down. I'm trying to sleep. Pete Bob's and, a meteorite. He comes in fucking dude, on fire. Dude, he just burns away with the atmosphere. He comes in so hot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, dude, they, they began to argue back with uh, Pete Bob. And um, that's when the 60-year-old man pulled out a can of roach spray from no man's land and just proceeded <laughs> to douse them with it. This is just something he puts in his fucking uh, utility belt? Dude, he's just carrying it. And, uh, <laughs> dude, that's not where it ends, dude. What? Wait, there's more. <laughs> he <laughs> then pulled out nunchucks. And oh attempted God. to attack the people as they retreated into the car. And uh, that's when he went to whack the car. Get ready for this. He went to nunchuck the car. I'm imagining an overhand swipe with the nunchuck. So he's just very unskilled and unfamiliar with the weapon. One, bring it it's straight down. Straight down onto the roof of the car, which is conveniently about, you know, let's say eye level, right? Mm-hmm. That's when the nunchuck bounces back and splits Mr. Pete Bob's dome. Oh, shit. Dude. He's got an egg in his mugshot. I'm not going to put him on blast, but he's got an egg in his mugshot. That's just like, dude, he looks like Sloth from the Goonies. Like, he's just, dude, there's nothing symmetrical anymore about this, dude. His one eye is smaller somehow. Dude, he nunchucked himself to have a smaller eye. He concussed himself a little bit, even a minor one. Dude, he looks concussed at least in this photo. (laughs) And the nunchucks look like some serious shit. Like, I've never seen some shit like this. He didn't have the power of anime on his side. That was the problem. Dude. You can't yeah, just whip Naruto. out nunchucks. Dude, no Naruto there, man. Dude, he just fucking blasted himself. And uh, so, yeah, he, this is where it gets cool because uh, everybody calls the cops after that. The, the <laughs> people in the car and him. He called the cops. I don't know what he said. You know, he, is that he made like, me blast myself in the forehead. Is that like know. competing pizza companies? Like they both get there and it's like, we're with him. The, <laughs> the rule is whoever calls the cops first is innocent. They win. And they win. So <laughs> <laughs> they were like, fuck. It's like a radio. Like when you're trying to call in on the radio and win <laughs> tickets. And they were yeah. like, beep, beep, fuck. You've just won a night not going to jail. <laughs> yes. 
You're going to jail, bitch. You're going to jail. All you fuckers to jail. So the police show up, they find this dude all fucked up, and like they, they, I can only imagine they were probably like, "Oh, he's the victim at first, and then they're like, "Oh no, he's the dumbass." And so they search his house, they find the one nunchuck. I don't know what that means. If we split him, is that like is that what happens? One nunchuck would just be a singular, like. I, I almost want to say pair, but like the conjoined, it's one. It's one that you would hold in one. One hand. nunchuck. Okay, we'll let that fly. Okay, so he had one nunchuck. I would say would, a pair of nunchuck. I don't know. No, because one I nunchuck would pair would be one for each hand. One for each hand. Which would yeah, be dual wielding. Four chuck parts total. Okay. All right. Four, well, four chucks. Two pair right. nunchuck. <laughs> so he had the two pair of chuck and one can of pepper spray. <laughs> one can of empty, one empty, empty can of roach spray. Oh, a silver box. Out, but he didn't want to like throw it away yet. He was saving that for a rainy day. <laughs> a silver box containing a loaded semi-automatic handgun magazine. Ooh. Uh, which, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to argue that, but I'm pretty sure every magazine is is semi-automatic. Uh, projectiles <laughs> inside <laughs> of a sock. A projectiles inside of a sock. I don't know what that is. That's the most curious thing out of everything. Like, what could projectiles, projectiles. be? Fireworks in a sock, and maybe he lights a sock on fire and starts swinging. I don't know. Projectiles in I a sock. I don't know. So maybe, like, ball bearings in a sock? Because that'd, like, be you know, that'd be a weapon school, right there. A dirty white trash mace. I don't know. <laughs> like, what do you call that thing? That's a fucking... What are those? It's like the soap, uh, in, the, the soap the, in the sock thing. Like the the military does. leather that um, cops used to have. Mm. Uh, flapjack or some shit like that. Yeah. Slapjack. Yeah. Weird fucking name. It's got a weird name. Yeah, yeah. Like the 30s. So yeah, this dude was just waiting for the day that he was gonna need his arsenal of fucking <laughs> bizarro weapons to whoop that ass, and uh, he didn't know. He didn't know at the time the ass he was gonna whoop was his own. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's that's the peculiar thing about life is sometimes you so you kick your own ass, right? Dude, isn't that the truth, dude? Isn't that the truth? You're your own worst enemy when yep. it comes down to it. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, we'll get into something funny now. We got a funny clip for everyone here to laugh Ooh. off any eggs they might have caused on their forehead from spinning. Oh, God. Yeah, face. hopefully nobody's out there like this dude. God. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a prediction. You're going to run into someone in Vegas with nunchucks. I hope for them and me that I don't because... I mean, most people that go out wielding them, I feel like don't know how to use them. Remember this, uh, though. I can do some fucking moves with some nunchucks. I'm just going to spout that right now. I will brag on this show about the nunchuck skills that I have possessed don't over the years. Don't touch them. You're going to get whopped right in the head. Dude, I'm going to be the one whopping in the head. Oh, dude. Dude, you don't even know, man. You're going to end up like Mr. Uh, I've been watching Karate Kid, bro. Cobra Kai. Bob. All right. I'm part ninja now. All right. It's true. <laughs> Let's All right, let's move along. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm going to pull it up. Uh, if you guys were watching that YouTube, you'd get to see it too. But uh, you're probably listening, aren't you? You're being a little bitch and you're listening to the audio. You're not checking out the highly produced video that we worked so hard on. Yeah, but please, it's cool. Please go subscribe to our YouTube. We're doing a lot more work on it. We're uh, putting up videos from like our video games and stuff like that. And all of the live shows as well. Hell yeah. Now... That sound you're hearing is not somebody jerking off. It's the beginning of this lovely song. <laughs> and all I'm going to say, 
Is this poor fucking cat, dude? <laughs> this poor fucking cat. And TikTok has gone too far too. I mean, there's many things going on here. <laughs> there's. It's like a multi-framed music video with a cat. Six frames. They're they're All literally like a milliseconds. Off of yeah. Yeah, they're right off of each other, but it fits so good with the song. It's almost like synchronized swimming with a cat. It is, dude. It kind of is like that old school classic synchronized swimming. Bum, the circles. Bum, 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 bum. Dude. <laughs> My God, dude. And this poor cat. Crack it up. We were looking for a funny clip that I've stumbled across this and I got me laughing. Hopefully yeah. I'll do the same for you guys. We're going to yeah. Posted this up on our Facebook page on Friday so that you can check it out. Make sure you go over there and do that. Hey, it'll also be on our Twitter. I've recently been making sure it goes out there as well. So there's plenty of places oh, to catch yeah. it. As long as nice. Know. Yeah, check it out. Definitely check it out. It's a cute little clip and uh, it'll have you giggling. <laughs> now we're about to do some music. But before we do that, here's a word from our sponsor. You know, if there's one thing we enjoy here at American Slacker... It's going to live events. Wouldn't you say, Jess? Yeah, uh, from you going to festivals, I like to go and see comedy. There's tons of stuff to choose from. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like a nice night out? And, uh, you know, who doesn't like to save a couple bucks on a night out? I mean, it's expensive to go out these days. Wouldn't it be nice if you could save a couple bucks, Jess? I'm a cheap bastard, and you know it. Me too. Me too, man. What if I told you you could save a small percentage on your tickets by just entering a code? What code would that be? Man, all you got to do, go to SeatGiant.com, enter the code SLACKER at checkout, and you're going to save quite a few bucks, actually. Not not a small discount. It's, it's a good amount. It's a decent amount. So you're telling me I could go to uh, my pickle-hating fest for a small fraction of, uh, of the cost of what it would normally be? Dude, I'm telling you, you're probably going to get a drink on us if you enter the code SLACKER at checkout at SeatGiant.com. Drink not guaranteed. What's up all you guys out there in podcast land? This is Chris. This is Jason. And I'm the Duchess. And we're the Hashtag No Offense Show, bringing you your weekly dose of crazy Florida headlines. Well, that's not all we talk about. I mean, we talk about stuff like... Yeah, don't forget about me sucking dicks. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's true, I guess. <laughs> Some of them dick pics. Let's just check out this clip from a recent episode. It's... You know, they don't really have any problems at all. Fuck yeah, why would you? Yeah, everybody's getting their balls drained. And they're <laughs> getting in trouble. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and the girls are getting paid. They're happy. And nobody's suing anybody for whipping their dick out. She's got she's got fucking health care for for sucking dick, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, do you know how many bitches in America would suck dick for health care? I would suck dick for health care. You've got it by being married. For free health care. <laughs> yeah, but if we can get health care for free, you wouldn't let me suck dick. I pay $550 a month for health care. Is $550 a month worth it to you to suck a gang of dicks for free health care? <laughs> <laughs> How many are a gang? And will they be providing... Yeah, what is a gang of dicks? <laughs> will they be providing sandwiches afterwards? Because if they have sandwiches, then I am in. I'll pay the five fifty and take you to Firehouse, okay? So if you like what you heard, head on over to htnos.com. And you can subscribe on any of your podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on all the socials, HTNOS everywhere. And we are back and uh yeah we're gonna jam out a little bit people so uh you know put the music up a little bit louder and uh get ready to hear some shit that you're gonna love up that neck so you can get that head popping bust those moves come on do the slacker do the slacker (laughs) dude oh yeah oh yeah all right now uh, let's get serious here uh i'm gonna start it out i got a band that uh is right now my favorite act and um relatively new 
the Bad Dreamers. It's a synthwave act, and uh, it's basically it's a guy that has um, a huge career in music and a deep love for synthwave. His name is David Schuler, and uh, he's actually a Grammy Award-nominated multi-platinum worldwide selling record producer, songwriter, film composer, and filmmaker from Rochester, New York. So Damn. close to us too. And um, yeah, now he's based out of New York City and LA. And dude, he's worked with Pink, John Legend, Dowtry, the Backstreet Boys, and a ton of other acts too, Damn. which is really cool. And uh, he started uh, the Bad Dreamers in 2016, the end of 2016. Um, he had a couple other runs with music. He was in the Sun Streak, which is a pop punk rock band they were pretty popular and they made history by selling like twenty five thousand copies independent which was like unheard of and making billboard which is pretty cool without a record label behind them that's so that was pretty cool and their music's really good but we're here to talk about the bad dreamers and uh man so he started this project and i just love the vocals that he's cranking out with this and the, the the composition of the songs really fun and it's different than a lot of other synth wave like, I instantly found it, and when you're searching, like, Synthwave, you don't know if it's just going to be some dude who's, like, you know, on a Mac like me, just, like, cranking out tunes, or if it's right. going to be, like, a real, like, crazy artist, you know? And, uh, man, it was cool to, to really learn that, like, this guy was, like, oh, no, he's, like, a, a big deal. He has a lot of say, fucking... It sounds like he's kind of all over the map in terms of the stuff that he's worked on. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, he's talking about film. He just shot in 2017, uh, produced, wrote, and directed a short film on his own called the offer. And, uh, you know, he composed the original score and, um, oh, wow. yeah, it won, it won the award for best short film in the LA horror competition, which was cool. Huh. That's crazy. And now he's working on a full feature length film right now, which is cool. He fucking um, does everything. It sounds like dude, does everything. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, I found him randomly. I was like going through synth wave fucking night, just like listening to a lot of shit. And I was like, Oh my God, instantly like loved, loved like what i was hearing so i started diving into it and i just liked everything he was like playing so instead of talking let's get into a little bit of the music let me uh play down one of the songs that i wanted to show you guys and this first one is the first song that i heard from him this is called or this song is called who you run to and this is by the bad dreamers So that was Who You Run To, and that is off is both a single that came out in uh, 2017, but it's on his newest album as well, which is uh, called Songs About People, Including Myself. And uh, it's first like full length album, and it's, okay. it's like a bunch of cool songs. A lot of them are different. Um, I, I love you know the incorporation of the 80s beat, but I feel like he took his vocals and did something 
modern mixed with like retro and um a lot of guys just try to replicate you know like a lot of 80s bands that you know just had a unique voice or unique sound with like effects and whatnot and uh, i really like what he he's like really just piping it out there but the melodies are matching to like the song and everything you know and i i just i love everything about it i really love the modern mix with the retro in general oh definitely and i mean we were talking during listening to that and it sounds like you said it was made like two years ago but only released this year it sounds like what a lot of the people that are releasing stuff this year are going for and i'm surprised to see well i guess it's not surprising because of the talent that this guy has but he was like setting the standard almost two years ago for yeah, something that, for a sound that's becoming bigger now yeah yeah exactly and i mean synthwave is just going to get bigger and bigger i feel like you know a lot of people haven't found it yet but no. uh especially people in our age group love this shit like as soon as they hear it you know mm-hmm. like and it has man, a sort of, it's weird like you said it has a sort of nostalgia but at the same time feels very new yeah yeah exactly yeah you know, a lot of his shit is like that too. Um, he does have some songs that like feel like they could have just been like right out of the eighties, but mm-hmm. a lot of it's like you just feel like it's a perfect mixture of modern and retro. And he has a great voice, dude. I love his voice. Fantastic. That's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, and um, yeah, the next song it's another poppy, like really, really good song that just like it gets you, you know, bobbing your head right away. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is with Time Cop, nineteen eighty three, a fucking legend in the synthwave community. Uh, he does songs with everybody, the Midnight, you know, FM eighty four, everybody, and uh, yeah, just this song is fucking like my favorite. And uh, this is called "Back to You" by Time Copy, nineteen eighty three, and the Bad Dreamers. Right, so that was back to you, and uh, yeah, man, they killed that song. I fucking love that one, and uh, it just it, they fucking are killing synthwave right now. And I really want to see more and more of the Bad Dreamers right now. I, I like, I hate when it's like only an album is out. You know, I know yeah. it's a greedy, it's a greedy <laughs> thing, but like, I want more. And, That's uh, your place as a fan, dude. Exactly right. You know? I, somebody's got a demand, right? Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, I I love this guy. And uh, he tours with FM84, and um, he actually, if you look on YouTube, he got to do a little bit of FM84's vocal work because Ollie Ride was sick for a part of their tour. So oh, that's really? cool. You, just fills in. Him, he gets this, yeah, you'll see him sing like the songs that Ollie Ride normally sings like oh, for wow. FM84. And uh, he's, dude, talk about fucking talented dudes. Ollie Ride is like one of the best singers ever. He's really fucking good. And uh, he did a pretty good job of covering his songs, I've got to say. Nice. He did have to pull the lyrics up on his phone, but <laughs> um, he did a really good job. And uh, yeah, j- definitely check him out. He's got a he's got a few songs out. I mean, he's got like twelve, probably 
14, something like that overall. Okay. Um, and everything instrumental. That's something in the synthwave community. Uh, there's a lot of like, there's like half don't want to hear words. They want to hear just the instrumental. So like every synthwave artist releases instrumentals. Like they, they always release the same album instrumental version. Now, how much do you think of that as influence from the EDM culture and like that sort of, I feel like it's a bit of it. I feel like it's a bit of it, but I feel like a lot of it's like, uh, you know, people that grew up on like the Kavinsky and the origins of it too, you know, where it wasn't really about word. And if it was word, it was sound clip, you know, or sound bite from something, you know, or a quick saying that might fit the the theme of the songs feeling, Mm -hmm. you know? But uh, yeah, I'm sure a part of it is. I mean, in today's age, EDM is fucking huge. At least from the fan base. Yeah, maybe not from the artist himself. I didn't play it, but they do have a song um, that is very, like, it, it almost feels like if EDM was in the 80s. Like, which is really fucking cool. It has a drop in it. And uh, that's that's really, really fucking cool. Um, that song, drawing a blank right now. Hold on one second. Um. Yeah, it's crazy. It's got a deep, and you know everything with him. Heartfelt lyrics, which is what I really like too. So That's every song what I, was, I noticed about that last song is it was a lot. It was very deep in terms yeah. of what they were saying. Hold on. All right. So I I never do this. I'm gonna get a triple song. I'm gonna do the first thing. I'm gonna break the laws of slacker. Oh, slacker rules are being broken right now. Just <laughs> for a step. Hold on. You ready for this? I'm just gonna hit you with the break. That's all I'm gonna do. Right. I'm gonna do a gentle. Calm down, Jesse. Jesse's flipping out right now. This is behind us. <laughs> it's a the first rule of slacker rules is the rules are meant to be broken. So, this never really happens in synthwave. There's a break right here where it completely changes. But he couldn't see the gun she hid beneath her garter. As she pulled it out, she said, You should have hit me harder. So, huh. I think what you're saying is somewhat true for for quite a bit of these guys because I mean, I've never like really seen that where it's a it's a it's an evident drop like yep. a, you know I mean it's nothing like any other synthwave so you could be right you could be onto something there man the incorporation of synthwave with EDM man I like it I like it it's it's a similar <laughs> culture it does seem like they uh, yeah off the same audience almost. Yeah, no. Um, so, you know, yeah, definitely check out the Bad Dreamers if you liked any of those sounds. Um, if you're lucky enough, you might be able to catch him on tour. Uh, I think he's going to be in Brooklyn October 11th. He's going to be in Toronto the 12th, Chicago the 13th, and Dallas the 14th with FM84 headlining it. So it's nice. pretty cool. You'll get to see two great synthwave acts. And, uh, yeah, I bet you you're going to see a lot from the Bad Dreamers in the future looking forward to it hell yeah now it's time for my suggestion we are uh, this is this is an instrumental band also so we're kind of still staying in that same vein uh in terms of you know the theme the band i did is and so i watch you from afar they are out of northern ireland uh they come from belfast they're composed of guitarist Rory Fryers, Niall Kennedy, bassist John Adger, and drummer Chris Wee. And they also had another early uh, part of the band, and his name was Tony Wright. And he now performs under the pseudonym Verse Chorus Verse, and had, was later replaced by Niall Kennedy in 2011. They started uh, producing or coming out with music back in 2009. They released their first EP 
uh, in April of 2009. So they've been around for oh, like a decade now and they've gained some popularity. I found them on Spotify. They're definitely a new addition to bands that I listen to, but I found myself going back to a couple of their songs specifically just because there's such hype up songs in, in a lot of the cases because they have a uh, kind of prog rock sound to them, which I really appreciate uh, with my enjoyment of bands like Coheed and Cambria. Hell yeah. Once along those lines. So the first song I, w- I chose from them, it was the one that kind of caught my ear. That song is titled Big Thinks Do Remarkable. So that was Big Things Do Remarkable by And So I Watch You From Afar. Fucking hard. Like they, they amped it up. Like it Dude. starts off a little bit softer. I mean, it's still like you said it, during listening to that, it's like math rocky in a way. Dude, yeah. It slaps, dude. It slaps. <laughs> it does slap. The, uh, it, and that's why I've been enjoying them so much. It's like you can't listen to that song and come out of it like not in a good mood. Just, no, dude. I'm feeling yeah. it. Unless like rock pisses you off and you're like some nun <laughs> hidden oh, away dude. somewhere. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> Hating <laughs> on them. But, the haters, uh, man. They've been putting out music ever since 2009. Their uh, most recent album came out in 2017. And it has some really good tracks on it. One that I'm not going to play is, or well, is that the one I chose? I forget which one is. Yeah, actually, the one I am going to play is called <laughs> Endless Shimmering, which is off of their most recent album. They, uh, their, their sounds only progress, you know, they've, they've added songs where they do more, more of those lyrics and stuff, but they're truly, I would say an instrumental band, instrumental prog rock, math rock, whatever you want to call them. I'm really fucking digging it. And uh, I'm hoping they're going to put something out soon. I don't see any EPs, uh, released since 2017 on their Spotify, but we can hold out hope. And uh, I guess until we do, we have songs like this next one I'm going to be playing that I mentioned a few seconds ago called The Endless Shimmering.
So that was The Endless Shimmering by And So I Watch You From Afar. And that one is a lot more chill. It's got more of a lo-fi kind of vibe to it than the first song that I had played. Mm. Yeah, and like you were saying, I think it definitely has like a minus the bear feel, like that nice fucking California lean out, like chill music. Yeah, and I'm surprised. Even like with both of those songs I played, they both have sort of a West Coast kind of sound to them in a way, even though the band's coming from like the other side of the globe in Ireland. You know, and I wonder if they have an inspiration from a lot of like American music or whatnot, you know? I mean, it could be. That could be an influence of it. If you do want to see them, like I said, they're over in Ireland. So they're actually, they're touring throughout the summer and October, but it's mostly in Europe. If you're in, uh, uh, Christian stand Norway or London uh, or Paris or Belgium or Amsterdam or Berlin, Germany, they're going to be there um, all throughout October. It looks like they are touring uh, nice. throughout Europe. So if we have any European listeners who happen to be in the area and want to go check them out, I think they would be a really cool band to see uh, like actually live. Hell yeah. Yeah. I bet dude, the, the dude, the energy from that live. Right? Oh, hell yeah and i would almost uh, like you can you can enjoy instrumental music like when you're cruising in the car or like listening on your headphones while you're doing stuff or whatever but i think seeing it live is probably the best way to actually do it yeah yeah that's the only kind of jam band i could deal with it's like something like aggressive like that mm-hmm. keeping the energy up so there's two music suggestions for you slackers to listen to we got the bad dreamers and so i watch you from afar and we will be right back with a little game after this. A non-mom happy hour is the podcast that celebrates real ass human women, whether they use their baby box or not. Hosted by Kelly Nerdzilla Mendenhall and Debbie Jo Nelson, a non-mom happy hour is a safe space to talk about mental health, trauma, disordered eating, surviving, and self-care. We talk about it all while laughing as much as possible, because if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Each week is a new episode, and every other week we interview badass women from around the U.S. and the world. If you like to laugh, feel like you've never quite fit into most lady groups or podcasts because you're not a mom, or are a mom who needs a break from momming for an hour, you should come hang out with us. A non-mom happy hour, bringing healing through laughter and community. Streaming basically everywhere you could possibly want to find us. Remember, always be a real-ass human. To check out the podcast, visit anonmomhappyhour.com. <clears throat> Yo. Yo, so I don't know if you heard the thunder cracking, but yeah, I just lost power. Oh, shit. And I am back. We have uh, lost Matt. There was a crack of uh, thunder. A little bit of lightning and we lost the connection so he will not be with us for the wheel of weird for like the first time ever i feel i feel like it's weird like it's extra weird because it's just me i feel like a crazy person but as long as the audience you guys are hanging along with me we'll get through this um so you know what since it's so odd instead of doing a wheel for the wheel of weird i'm gonna roll some dice just because matt usually handles the wheel end of things so I, I got some die from a project we've been working on on the side that I'm going to roll. Now the way the die of weird will work, we will have a person, a place, and a thing, each represented by two numbers on the die. Depending on which one comes up, I'll tell you about them. For place, we have Mary Ellis's grave. For person, we have Alfred Packer. And for thing, we have octopus wrestling. I wish Matt was here. He would really be enjoying these uh, weird, wiki, unusual articles. Let's give the die a toss. Three. 
So I think that's place. So we're gonna head on over to Mary Ellis grave. This is a uh, marked grave from 1828 located in the parking lot of a Lowe's movie theater in New Brunswick, New Jersey. It is uh, uh, one of several graves on a small plot, sometimes called the Lowe's Cemetery, cemetery named after a movie theater. And uh, it's, <laughs> I guess, placed in a very odd spot within this. It's next to a uh, flea market and a movie theater. <laughs> that She uh, apparently was a spinster, the woman who was buried there, Mary Ellis. And according to oral tradition, she was seduced by a sea captain who vowed to return and marry her, but he never returned. And she would come to the spot where she is, her grave now stands each day to look for the ship captain up the Raritan River in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Her story was suggested to be the inspiration for a 1972 pop song, Brandy, You're a Fine Girl, but... The artist Elliot Lurie eventually came out and said, no, that's just an incredible coincidence. <laughs> so we got a, a weird grave in a movie theater parking lot. I think it's fitting. You know, we're getting closer to Halloween. If anyone doesn't say September is not part of Halloween, pff, get out of here. You're not part of the green team. That's for damn sure. Because we get in Halloween mode early. Well, uh, if you're in New Jersey, send us a picture of the grave and then uh, tell us what movie you saw. Uh, Matt usually does this wrap up part. I think it's something along the lines of uh, thank you everyone for listening. It's been a pleasure. Uh, we invite you to come back next time. We love each and every one of you. If you want to follow Matt on any of the personals, he's at MWG Media on Instagram and he's G from HP on Xbox Live. And I am at Landers the Plane on everything. All right, and uh, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We're passing America. Passing America. Yeah. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We're talking America. America. We're blazing America. This is fucking America. We're second America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing the passing. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.